Hello and welcome to the Breaking Free podcast. Before I introduce my guest, um, a beautiful friend of mine makes crystal-infused candles. Uh, her website is isabeljcandleco.com, and this is the Sexual Desire Pleasure Candle. We've, I've, I've gone straight for the uh, best candle she has, and this one's awesome. Uh, my brother is currently using the self-love and self-care candle here. Um, there's different crystals that she in, in, infuses them with. Jump on her website and at the checkout, use the code breaking free and you can receive 10% off. So um, I highly, highly recommend these candles. Um, she has a stall next to us at the local markets and she's really awesome. She's aware of things too and um, her business is great and she infuses these candles with all sorts of different crystals and at the end, you can take the, take the crystals out and keep them. So Jump on her website, isabeljcandlecoat.com. There's a link in the bottom. Use the code breaking free and you should be all sweet. Anyway, with that aside, my guest today is sister of Madeline Doherty, Georgia Powley. I met Georgia last year um, with, with Dale at her awesome cafe that she runs with her sister, Elise. I had an awesome chicken pesto wrap and I think we had a couple of slices for the trip up, up to Queensland. Um, it was really awesome. She's an awesome person. They're an awesome family. Madeline, massive shout out. I hope you're not too jealous. I got your sister on before you. <laughs> Georgia does a lot of awesome things and I'm looking forward to hearing her story today. So Georgia, uh, take the floor and um, share with 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 my audience your awesome story, who you are and, and what it's like having Madeline as a sister. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Nathan. No worries. First of all, having Madeline as a sister is Fantastic. <laughs> it's a ride. You're always like just when you think you've like uh, realised something or like had this deep awakening, she says something else and you're like, oh, my gosh. It's like takes you on a whole other journey. So, nah, she's awesome and so is my other sister, Elise. Um, yeah. Like you said, um, we run the cafe together, which is awesome, and her partner too. Um, yeah, so my story, all right. Yeah. So... I am a former professional ballerina, so I grew up dancing. It was basically my whole life. I left, uh, I grew up in Canberra and I left Canberra to New Zealand when I was 16 to train uh, full-time at the New Zealand School of Dance there. Ended up getting a contract with the company and so I started off my career at the Royal New Zealand Ballet Company and yeah, I just, um, I kind of went from there and it was like pretty exciting for me to go from a student from training from such a young age, um, getting serious about when I was about 12 years old, um, doing the part-time full-time training at my old dance school into like full-time, full-time training in New Zealand and then getting a job um yeah started off my profession I was getting paid I was performing around New Zealand did a few amazing seasons and productions with the company um I ended up leaving there and coming back home to Canberra um whereas with my family again and started teaching and it was a different kind of journey along that way and then um that was kind of when I was oh I think kind of my awakening would be while I was away yeah, um, in New Zealand alone. And then that kind of struggle that I had in New Zealand caused me to leave. And then when I left, I kind of 
had another struggle. I, I guess you could call it like, you know, whatever, Dark Knight of the Soul or whatever you want to call it um, kind of moment there. And that kind of loss of identity when I left the company, kind of finding my way, finding my purpose, um, definitely struggled with a lack of confidence. Um, and then did my yoga teacher training in Bali and kind of went down that route of, um, yeah, dance and embodiment and all things kind of body. Um, then I created Soma, Soma therapy, which I love doing and sharing and, um, yeah, moved, moved up here to Lake Macquarie and I'm helping my sister and her partner at their cafe as their cook. And I'm also um, still teaching dance at, at a local dance school here, which I love. So, yeah. That's awesome. So much to un- unpack there. The uh, cafe is, is awesome. I can vouch for that. So um, <laughs> just in terms of your dark night of the soul and your awakening, because I know for me it was a really hard process facing my myself and my darkness. So what was that process like for you in terms yeah. of shedding those old belief systems? Um, yeah, yeah. How was that process for you? Yeah, um, it was it was a bit of a struggle as it always is. But um, I kind of it it kind of happened midway through my time at the company. Um, basically, I. I didn't have a lot of confidence as a child. I um, I really struggled with anxiety and um, always wanted to, you know, strive for that perfect, perfect image. And I think what got me through and what fueled me to keep going was external validation. So the validation that I was getting from my peers and my family and my students. And I had amazing opportunities Um uh, to that you know took me places like Italy and things like that and that kind of kept me going being like oh okay maybe yeah I'm like not too bad at this and I um that yeah that kind of that fueled me and then I got into the company and that you know it's a different kind of environment it's your profession so it's not so much they're not gonna you know keep validating you so that's when it's st- I slowly realized that I was kind of I wasn't feeling confident within. It was more of a I'm taking it from other people and going with this. So um, so in the company, I slowly started to, to lose the confidence or lose that external confidence and, and it, I really started to struggle. And then I was struggling with um, my self-image as well, body image, we're looking at ourselves in the mirror every day as dancers and your job is to pick at the things that are wrong and fix it. So that became very taxing and draining. And I got to a point where it was over time that I was slowly losing the confidence and slowly, um, yeah, just just not enjoying it, feeling uninspired, unmotivated. And that wasn't like me because I'm usually like a – I worked very hard as a dancer because that's all I wanted to do. And um, so then I was struggling with that and something just kind of pushed over the edge and I had to, I had to make that decision to leave. And I didn't know what I was going to do when I left. I just knew I had to get out of that industry. I mean, the the dance industry is already cutthroat as it is. So if you haven't got your back, you're going to struggle. So um so then I left and 
then the struggle was a different kind of struggle, the struggle of I don't know who I am, basically, because mm. that was my identity. I was the dancer. So then that was really that was really hard. And I had to find I had to find that confidence. And obviously that's still that's an ongoing kind of process. But definitely if I look back at where I was, it, I've come a long way. And I that's, you know, that's my journey. That had to happen to kind of feel that. So um yeah, so I think that's when I actually started creating Soma, not knowing that what it was going to become, um, but that's how I connected with that movement. And it was me kind of exploring. When I left the company, I my body needed to move and it needed to dance still, but I didn't want to go back into the studio. I wasn't in the headspace to go back into the studio to look in the mirror um, to do that all over again and to do the ballet and all of that. So it was kind of my way of expressing and exploring my own body and um, my own self-expression without kind of like ballet is so restricted and it's almost like they put this mould in front of you and go, okay, try and fit into that. And like nobody's going to, so it's kind of like it's a lose-lose situation. So um so this way it was kind of like me exploring in ways that I can move that might look ugly, but I need to move that way because that's what my body's calling me to do. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a different kind of, and that's when I started to build um, more of a connection to my body. Obviously I still had that as a dancer, but it was a different kind of connection. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you, like, did did you ask for help? Like, and were you like, um, like every other um, young person, were you drinking, partying, doing, doing those things too? Like, did you have any, I guess, addictions you could say? And did you ask for help? Like, did anyone, was there, was there one person, a book or something that inspired you to change? So it's like sort of two questions in one there. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny. I never, I never went through that party stage. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) I think because I skipped it because I left, school at like uh, 16 so I left yeah school and my home when I was 16 and because it was so like where I was it was like if you want to make it you got to like stick to it so I just kind of skipped that and then when I left that I didn't really I wasn't inspired to get into that kind of thing although I did obviously everybody has addictions I definitely went to um food I would say yeah so um Either I would go one way of like overeating or then completely restricting myself, which kind of, it kind of began when I was young. So like when I was quite young, that would, cause that's, you know, that's, it's pretty common in the dance world, I would say, um, of like the restricting. So that the, the restriction came very young and then that kind of escalated. And then when I left, it kind of went to the opposite of me being like, I'm using this to comfort myself because I'm struggling right now. Um, so that's probably what were you know, that's where I went in, instead of alcohol or whatever. Um, yeah, but I feel like I feel like Maddie actually, she, she very much helped me in terms of like leading the way kind of thing. Cause she, she was always into, 
the spirituality side of things. And she, I'm pretty sure she was the one that introduced me to Kundalini yoga. Yep. And I started that in um, New Zealand. I did like a cute, uh, there was like a nice little class that I did there every Sunday. And then when I left, something drew me back to that. And so I was doing a lot of that and that, that just brought me back to myself and allowed me to find a bit more balance within myself. Um, and I guess you'd go through the whole um, textbook spirituality kind of <laughs> path of like, you know, you find the speakers, Abraham Hicks. Like, yeah. um, Actually, Abraham Hicks probably what, you know, kind of helped me to leave the company because it was like finding it just, yeah led me there but then and then you get yeah you get into all of that and then I did my yoga teacher training so I was in Bali for a month and that's kind of that was another awakening it helped me a lot and it was also really nice to connect with the other people in the course as well um who was who were also kind of on a different journey but similar in terms of you know finding themselves and all of that so yeah, I don't. Th- I wouldn't put it down to one particular book or one particular person. I think it was just a bit of everything, and yeah, it's very rare for um, young women and and young yeah young people to actually go through something like that. So credit to you though. Um, I reckon it's awesome. But uh, just just like ha- did that Bali yoga thing find you, or were you actively looking for something else? Like how did that all come about? Um, that was, it was a couple months once I came home after I came home from the company. Um, I def, I looked for it. I was like, cause I had always been into yoga and I was like, I think it's, you know, that's, I did think I, I wanted to teach. Um, but I also knew that it would be very eye opening for me to do as well. And it was probably also like an escape from like, I feel pretty shit right now. I need yeah. to like I need to run away. <laughs> it's a, you know, a good thing and a bad thing, but yep. it ended up being amazing. But That's no, good. I definitely, I kept putting it off as well. Like I was looking at things and I was like, oh, like, you know, I'll book it soon. And then I was like, no, I just got to do it. Yep. And I actually came back feeling like, like kind of shocked because of all the things that came up, but also like um, kind of, even though I didn't find, I hadn't found myself, I was in a better place when I came back for sure. That's awesome. So what would be your, so yeah, so what was like the one thing that I guess you could say um, got you to change? Was it a feeling inside? Like, did you feel like you were something more you're, and you could go out and be something better? Like, was there like an intuitive feeling that, oh, hang on, this is the path for me or because I, I know for me that I my intuition was clicking online a lot over the last three years that, hang on, what you're doing is not right. This is your path now. Like, did, was it like an intuitive sort of clicking online as well spiritually, like your intuition and stuff? You're like, okay, well, this is the path for me. Like, was there like a feeling or something as well inside? Yeah, 100%. Especially before I left the company, I was getting – obviously that um, gut feeling, that in- intuition, I was getting the signs and you know, <laughs> the messages that you tend to like, no, I'm all good. Like, yep. <laughs> it's not, not me. Um, 
but yeah, I was definitely getting that. And that's what it started to build and, um, and made me realize that I needed to leave. Um, yeah, I, I think when I left as well, I was also like, I can't keep going like this through my life, following other people or trying to, you know, you know, follow somebody else's path or even, um, take too much on that's not mine in terms of like if someone's trying to influence the way I want no I want to do something else and I kind of needed to find that in myself to be like you know like have that sovereignty of yes this is my life I'm just you know I'm making my decisions I'm just going to do it and that's I'm still working on that like that's um an ongoing thing but yeah I feel like it's it's just finding that and ha- and also, yeah, again, having your own back because I didn't when I was in the company and, um, yeah, and you get taken advantage of and, you know, it's just like you're pretty, you feel, you feel powerless. Yeah. Just taking your power back. It is taking your power back and it's so powerful once you do, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it changes everything. It does. It literally does. Um, for young women out there that were like, I, I, I think that a lot of young women are sort of disconnected from themselves, disconnected from nature. Um, mm-hmm. They're programmed to, to, to like eat less because they see models on the TV and then now they're seeing bigger models. So now they're being programmed to eat more. Like how did you break free from some of those um, pro like the programming for everyone's bad, but I feel like the young women, like how did you break free from all that programming or were you not, um, I guess, were you, did you, yeah, were you programmed a certain way as well? Like, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, it's already bad enough for for girls growing up to have that image that they have to, like, obtain, but let alone, like, being in, in the dance industry, that's also a whole other level on itself as well. Um, so I definitely, I definitely experienced that and, um you know, you know, so many people, including myself, that has gone like have gone through, you know, de- uh, eating disorders and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like they are changing that. You know, there's one image and then there's another image, and you just have to keep, you know, so much um, confusion. Yeah, exactly. No, it's ridiculous. But um, for me, I definitely it was pro- it's probably been in the past two <clears throat> two or one. Yeah, we've got, I've like, if if anything, it's just come from within. So yeah. it's how I hold myself and how I, so some, I, I feel everything in my body. Like, and that's, I've experienced that when I was in the company, I like experienced anxiety and gut issues. And um, I know when a relationship isn't right because my body tells me, whereas my mind is like, no, we're good. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, I always know, um, I always know from my body. So I kind of had to connect back to my body. And if I feel a little bit like, oh, um, you know, I'm feeling not, not good within myself, not confident in my body. I had to kind of shift that and be like, wait a minute. And I almost, it was almost like a self-talk, like, you know, I had to keep coming back to certain, and it took a while to kind of, um, cause obviously, you know, 
girls' bodies, they're changing all the time. Every single day it's different. So you have to find that kind of, um, yeah, self-talk in a way that every day is like, okay, this is how I'm feeling, this is how I look, like it's coming back. And that definitely just it was just all within, I feel. Did you did you journal some of this stuff too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I haven't I didn't really journal much, but in the last three years I journal all the time as well. Like how powerful is is that for you? Like do you do you grateful journal? Like like yeah, let's talk about journaling for a minute. Like um, yeah. was that a, a, a habit that you introduced during your dark days that helped you? you did you find journaling? Yeah. Um, I probably did it before I was struggling just because I need, like also because I was like, Oh, like I'm going through this. It's nice to just get it out. Like while yeah. I was training dance, like, you know, if something big happened, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'd want to have that um, written down. But then it ended up being like a really great way of releasing that out of my mind because I would overthink things and, Sometimes when I, obviously you probably experience when you write things, you, you, you just keep writing and then you go, Oh, and it clicks. And you're like, yep. okay, that's right. yep. yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's always a big go-to. And often if I have a break from journaling, I'm like, gosh, I'm just like all in my head. Like, what is this? And then as soon as I journal, I'm like, it's like, good. I'm good. I'm clear now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So are there any other habits that, that uh, you've introduced into your life now that have helped transform you? Is there anything else that, that you do? Yeah. So I have, um, I always need a morning routine. So I have um, my three non-negotiable exercises. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> One meditation and then two like moving kind of prayers and um they're like, yeah, they're the non-negotiables every day, no matter what. Um, and then I build on that depending on um, how I'm feeling. So I obviously have to check in and um, see what my body needs that day. So whether it's um, Kundalini yoga or just dance, just like full on, just go <laughs> go crazy or Qigong. I love Qigong, especially when I'm feeling like I just can't move to, like I don't want it too strenuous. Um, no matter what. I have to move my body every day. Yeah, right. Hey, I've seen your Insta reels. You definitely uh, don't hold back with the dancing. I, <laughs> I thought oh, yeah. I um one day oh, I might do some dance stuff, but yeah, yeah. I, I move my body in different ways. But obviously, dancing has been was that always something that you were always doing, dancing or That's awesome. Um, I was going to ask you another question, so I just can't remember what, what 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 it was. We are we are we are unfiltered, unedited here, so we'll just keep keep this rolling. Um, how was the COVID period for you, especially having a sister like Maddie who didn't really hold back on her views of um the world and that? Uh, how was that? How was that? I guess it was a three year period, wasn't it? Really, how was that COVID period for you? Um, it wasn't too bad actually. I was actually in the Gold Coast when it hit first and I was actually with Mads. And so she came over for her wedding actually and she meet, she met me in the Gold Coast and we I just remember having some really great chats because it was the start of yeah. what was going on. So it was like we had like, you know, ideas like what's going like and then um, and then I moved back to Canberra 
um, from the Gold Coast because I just couldn't couldn't stay up there during the time. Um, I oh, I started a little side business because obviously I there wasn't a lot of work going on, mm. um, so I wasn't teaching at that point. And to be honest, it I didn't feel too affected by it in terms of like my life, but obviously everything that went with COVID, that was like a whole, a whole nother level. But um, I feel like actually COVID helped in terms of finding um, that sovereignty within me, because I feel like you were getting thrown so much information that it was like, you can't just follow like that conspiracy theorist, like, you know, cause they don't actually know what's going on, but neither does the other person. So you had to find your own information and your own path in terms of like, obviously, you know, with the jab coming out and things like that. It's easy to just follow what you're heard, like what, what, what's, um, what's said. So yeah, I definitely found that I had to question everything, even getting it. Like at one point I was like, it's easier for me not to get it. So I'm like, because, and I'm told not to get it. So I'm like, is this me following somebody or is this how I feel? Obviously that's, you know, yes, that's how I feel. But Mm. I did, you know, I had to question it. You have to keep questioning. You have to question all the information and be like, is this, I'm just being told this, so I'm going to follow this. So a lot of people followed the TV, didn't they? They Like it was an authority figure standing up on a stage with all these blue and red signs behind them saying staying apart keeps us together. Like a lot of people I find just followed, followed the mainstream path, but there was a, there was a lot of other people that turned their back on that and sort of followed themselves. And yeah, yeah, because I did the exact same thing you did. Like I had, I had Dale, obviously, who I reconnected with, and I was sort of following his stuff. And but I wasn't really like following him. It was like I had to go within and find that information and and use my intuition and be like, well, is this right for me? So that's very, very powerful because yeah. a lot of people are just following that mainstream um, way of things, and they're still doing it now. So that's credit to you for breaking free from that. Yeah, I think powerful. No, yeah, it is. It is hard because there's so many agendas being played out, and yeah, um, you know, you've got the new age um, kind of spirituality. Maddie, kind of- Maddie calls that out almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's like, and even like all the speakers that I usually would be like, "Gosh, they're on fire!" Like they know yeah. what's up. I had to be like, "No, like." You can't put them on a pedestal. Actually, Maddie has said that a lot. Like you can't, and she doesn't, I've noticed. Like she would be, you know, famous celebrities and just be like, yeah, you, you know, you're the average Joe. Like, yeah. and that's what I actually really admire about her. Um, it's just like you don't, you can't put anyone on a pedestal because we're all, you know, we're all there. We're all in it together. But yeah, yeah, you just have to find it for yourself. Yeah. Um, if there's if there's young women out there that um like there's a lot of young women that that just I find that they are disconnected themselves and they're doing things that other people are doing and they're I guess that 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 they're stuck in that. What would be like your advice to those young women that are watching this right now, uh, seeing a young person like you, um, who has completely transformed form their life? Like, what would be your advice to those young women that are anorexic or they're a bit big or or they or they're or they're just stuck and they're getting hit with all this pro programming and all this con- confusion? 
What would be your advice to those young women to actually like break free from that? Is it listening to themselves or, you know, asking for help? Like what would be your advice? A hundred percent listening to yourself. But I mean, it is hard when you're in a certain place to just be like, all right, I'm listening to myself. This is it. Because you are you listening to yourself or are you still listening to that program that's going on? Um, so I feel like nature is a big, big part of my journey. Um I feel like you get all the answers just from the trees, but yep, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I feel like it's uh, obviously an ongoing process. Um, uh, I think it's connecting with yourself in a way that's. I think you have to understand that that you're unique. I think that's my main thing. Is sometimes I go, oh, like you look at other people and go, wow, they're amazing, like blah, blah, blah. And that kind of diminishes your light. And it's like, I'm here for a reason. Like we're all here for a reason. We have certain gifts, certain abilities, skills to do whatever we're meant to do to spread the message, our own message. And I think it's focusing on your your own unique um attributes and that's what I and as as a teacher I try and kind of pull that out for the children I'm like you you know one dancer might be beautifully technical and can you know get their leg up as high as possible and then the other one is like so expressive and you know got beautiful artistry it's like I want you to find your own thing and I want you to like use it and and know that it's so special. And I feel like that was, I tried when I was dancing, I couldn't see that in myself and I couldn't see my worth. So I couldn't really expect others to see that. So I had to find that for myself and keep coming back to what's special about me and what what can I offer. Um, so I think it's just coming, it's just reminding yourself yes. how, how awesome you are. <laughs> yes, that's so powerful. It's, and it's so simple too. How would yeah. you see yourself, like, has your, um, I guess, perception of yourself changed in terms of how you look at yourself in the mirror now? Yes. Um, a lot of people tend to shy away from the mirror. They they, they want to run the opposite di- direction without standing there and looking at themselves. Like, how, how, how do you find yourself now when you step out of the shower and, and you look in the mirror? Like, has your perception changed of yourself now from where you were to where you are now? Yeah, definitely. Like I, um, like obviously my body's changed a lot as well since leaving the company and, um, that was also a struggle in itself, but, um, yeah, I feel like it's just that, that like the mirror can be really healing or it can do the absolute opposite. So, um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's completely changed and I think it's, it's definitely been over time. Because I would, yeah, I mean, it, there was some time where I, it would be really difficult, as everyone goes through. And um, but the, you know, the work within yourself, it it helps. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's such a powerful thing too. Um, I was going to ask you another question too. Yeah. So, how how much time would you spend in nature now? Um. So if I'm working. Usually it would be like early mornings, um, so I wouldn't 
I try, if I've got the morning off, I try and go outside, get some sun on my skin. And um, even if I'm not like going out, out into the bush, we're actually living like right next to a reserve, which is like so beautiful. Um, But like we're surrounded by trees and it's a beautiful area, my backyard. So I, I often ground myself there you know um bare feet on the on the ground um good for you people see georgia does it everyone does it get your bare feet on the grass (laughs) if you're not taking your shoes off i don't know what you're doing exactly (laughs) um no it's yeah it yeah it's life-changing no um and yeah i mean i try and go out um go go to the water go to the lake um and yeah, obviously go for walks in the in the um in the reserve near me. But I try like daily. You need to get out. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people and a lot of young women too are stuck. Like even young blokes too. Like, they're all stuck inside. Yeah, games and watching TV and watching porn and doing all all sorts of stuff. But like, yeah. it's just spending that time time outside. And and a lot of even our age group too. Like. They're all partying, drinking, um, having sex with each other. Yes. <laughs> things, right? like, yeah. Um, it's, it's little just, do they know. It's so inspiring to see um, a woman, I think you're 26, yeah? 25. 26. 25 even. Yeah. Like, it's just like a lot of 25-year-old women right now, well, what, like, we know what they're doing. It's, it's so inspiring to see um, a woman in her mid-20s that's taken back her power and credit mm-hmm. to you. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> and what would be your advice to women your age? Um, they are drinking and partying and chasing boys. and. I feel like they'll learn eventually. <laughs> I feel like they'll, um, they'll get there surely. No, um, I would say just step outside and move your body. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of them are moving their body, but they have, <laughs> an, alcoholic, they have an alcoholic drink in their hand too, that, you know. Sort of that's, defeats the purpose. That's true. That um, true. Are your friends, um, do you have like-minded friends now? Like how did your, um, I guess, part of your journey, did you lose friends? Did you gain friends? Like I know for me, I lost a lot of friends. Yeah. I um, from, from the dance days, I've definitely lost contact with quite a few people just because we're on different paths and mm. um, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, just different but um I did lose a couple of friends over that COVID period as well um were you expressing your views yeah Yeah. (laughs) I found that too don't worry (laughs) yeah people have a weird thing about like like somebody having a different opinion they just just like oh okay I'm not friends you're not doing what the tv says so you must yeah exactly so you must be weird yeah now I see it the other way I see that the conspiracy theorists are the ones watching the tv yeah we're seeing the wealth what it is (laughs) that's true um yeah no but I definitely have like-minded um friends now and a a lot like on uh, online (laughs) which eventually hopefully would be you know in person but yeah that's well, you're my, well. I consider you a friend, so we've we've yeah. sort of your friendship here. We've yeah, that's true. We've met in person, so that's true. yeah. Madeline's um recommendation to Dale and I on our way up to Queensland was awesome. Coming into the yeah, cafe. no, no, she was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to share, um, Georgia? While I've got you here, um, 
Actually, yes. Where can um, so soma therapy? So, what actually is soma therapy? There you go. So, basically, that. it's a modality to connect you back to your body and bring presence back into your body. So, using breath and intentional movement. So, um, yeah. So, like I said, I was creating it when I was kind of in a darker period and I just needed to move my body. And then I realized just how kind of healing it was. And yeah, it kind of just, uh, and I also feel like I, I think people want to dance, but also like don't know where to begin. And I also think that dancing That's is me. So- <laughs> <laughs> you better get on so <laughs> Well, I'm off to just follow your lead. You can show me how to dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, but it's like, yeah, they don't know how to go about and they don't want to, you know, do the typical ballet or whatever, but this one's a little bit more. And it's also healing because you're working with, you're working with your body basically. And you're, and you're bringing, bringing that awareness into your body. I feel like I always say that um, the body is the subconscious. So if you want to become, become aware of your subconscious and your subconscious patterns and the way it's running your life, you need to connect back to your body because it's going to be telling you, messages in subtle ways and then it's going to get louder if you ignore it so absolutely spot on (laughs) um do you um do you work with is that like is this like a business for you now do you work with people in helping them connect themselves and dance like is this a thing that you're gonna start doing we can pump that up too now (laughs) yeah definitely it's building and it's i'm gonna create probably more of a virtual studio for it so it will be online um classes and things like that um yes to begin with so when that when that launches we'll 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 get you back on and you can just completely um delve into the whole virtual studio and we'll um, get some clients yeah yeah cool uh how long are we going for you 40 odd minutes um so georgia um if there's oh we've already i've already asked that question so is there like an affirmation you can leave us with today that you Um, find inspiring that you might say to yourself or something that might inspire someone watching this. Um, I always, I always think you you got to be in control of your mind and your body, otherwise someone else will be. So whatever that means for you, is different. But yeah, I like that. Um, Georgia, thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, um, Madeline. If you are watching, you are on my guest list. We just need to find a time to get you on. Um, thank you for coming on before your sister, Georgia. Um, I, I appreciate you messing me back and, um, getting this happening. So when your business launches, your virtual studio, will get you back on and you can talk all, all, all about it. And you got an awesome story and I, I, I wish, and I hope one day that a lot more younger women are, um, taking back their power and, and being their best versions of themselves. So thanks. Thanks for coming on and thank you, Nathan. sharing your story. Thank you so much. No worries.